What's up, peeps? We're back. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benson. Thank you so much for joining us for our podcast edition of AEW Insider. By chance, if you hear a little background noise, it's because my daughter finally got her hands on her double combo Blu-ray of Suicide Squad and Birds of Prey. She's been dying to see Birds of Prey again since the movie, so just bear with me if you do hear anything. Uh, remember, if you want to win a Series 1 AEW Chris Jericho action figure, stick around to the end of the show to find out how. Speaking of the show, let's get to it. AEW. Rumors are that four ex-WWE wrestlers are heading to AEW. People are getting a hint by the paperwork and new trademarks filed. They actually kept the same lawyer that they used during their WWE run. It looks like Anderson and Gallows won't be going back to New Japan. If the trademarks and paperwork do ring true, they will be joining AEW. Alongside Zack Ryder, which I've been telling you, and Kurt Hawkins. So they're definitely taking Kurt because he's a legend. He's put in a lot of time. And him and Zach are super tight. So they said they weren't going to team together, but we'll see. They'll probably be fighting against each other. Mike Tyson will be presenting the AEW TNT title to the winner of the championship. Tyson is a WWE Hall of Famer. I know Vince must be livid. At Double or Nothing, there will be a stadium stampede match, which the Inner Circle will take on the Elite. They will be wrestling in an empty 80,000-seat arena. Also on AEW Dynamite, Jericho did destroy Vanguard 1 and introduced the newest member of the Inner Circle, which was his baseball bat that he calls Floyd. Then he proceeded to beat the piss out of Vanguard 1. John Moxley is in a new movie. Uh, it looks like it's straight to VOD, or in this case, right on Fight TV. It's called Cage Fighter, When the Worlds Collide. Uh, he gets picked to take on a UFC fighter. It has Gina Gershon in it, also Christian for WWE, and, money, and many others. It does look pretty good, actually. The cast, it looks like it has good acting, even though the special effects look a little bit cheesy. And you say special effects in the Cage Fighter movie, check it out. You'll see what I mean. It's not in the way that you think it is, but, I mean, they look cheesy. But besides that, it looks pretty fucking good. I'm going to watch it. Brody Lee, a.k.a. Mr. Brody, did an interview with Busted Open Radio. He revealed why he wanted to leave WWE. He said, That's the main reason why I didn't want to be in WWE anymore, because I knew opportunities weren't coming. No matter how hard I scratch and clawed, no matter how many times I proved them wrong, it wasn't coming. I wasn't one of the chosen ones. Now, here I am creating it myself. But it's like, I know I'm a great professional wrestler. I know I deserve these spots. Now I have to show up and prove it to other people. So now there's a certain pressure on me because I don't have anyone to blame anymore. So here I am with these spots. And I was in a main event last night. I'm in a main event next Saturday. The pressure is there now because I have to prove it. And he is right. And I think he'll do a good job. On to WWE. Now, we all know that Becky Lynch is pregnant. Did you know that she actually wrestled pregnant at WrestleMania 36 this year against Shayna Baszler? That's insane. 
I've been telling you guys about the heat that Sami Zayn has been getting backstage. Well, they stripped him of his title. They're having a tournament for it this uh, Friday on SmackDown. I don't think the tournament will be in one night. I think it's going to go a couple weeks, but they haven't said that. It just says Friday on SmackDown. The people in the tournament who could be Intercontinental Champion are John Morrison, Sheamus, Drew Gulak, Elias, King Corbin, Cesaro, and Jeff Hardy. Personally, I would love to see Elias win it. If not, then Gulak or Cesaro. As always, they would probably give it to somebody who does not need it, like King Corbin or fucking Jeff Hardy, which is stupid. Uh, backstage talk is, is that WWE asked Sammy to return numerous times to defend his title, but Sami Zayn refused after his WrestleMania match, so they were forced to strip him of it. Sammy took to Twitter and had this to say about being stripped of his title. I disagree with the decision, and no matter what anyone says, I am still undefeated, and therefore, I am the Intercontinental Champion. I love even though they took his title and they're beefing, he's still playing kayfabe like he's a little bean prick. Even though they say he is backstage, that's why he got in trouble. Anyway, Pete, we got to pay the bills real quick. Definitely tune back in. I got some great wrestling news, some more WWE news, and some crazy random wrestling news. Uh, We'll be right back. I'm just rambling on. Alright peeps, welcome back. Remember, if you want to win a La Champion AEW action figure, stick around to the end of the show. And definitely, show us some love. We're on all major podcasting platforms, also on Facebook and YouTube under the AEW Insider, and we're also on Twitter under the AEW Insider 1, as in the number 1. Definitely subscribe, like, share the shit out of it peeps. Back to the show. Sting's contract with WWE is up. Now, people are saying he could sign for a merchandising deal, or actually he's supposed to be pretty good. He got over his injury like Daniel Bryan. He can get back in the ring again, or he can very soon. But after the way they treated him after WCW and finally getting there in the company, there's no way he's going to re-sign with them. So hopefully we'll see him on AEW pretty soon. NXT is taking over a main roster pay-per-view moniker. They're having an NXT in-your-house pay-per-view. If you watch the WWE during Attitude Era, you know what in-your-house is. I know they're going to put on such a good show. They always do. On NXT last night, Imperium won the NXT tag titles off of Pete Dunne and his partner who traded on him. Excuse me, not Pete Dunne, Matt Riddle and his partner who traded on him because Pete Dunne still can't get out of his country to defend them. So they gave him up to Imperium, who does deserve them. Uh, and it was also revealed that Damian Priest has been the one who's been attacking Finn Balor. Uh, there's acted like Rey Mysterio's injury is pretty real, which I think it is. They're saying they can't even tell the extent of it because he's all swollen around his eye. And they're also saying Finn Balor's injured. Who knows? And they're saying a couple of other people who got injured too. So check it out online. Uh, Rachel Ellering, a.k.a. Rachel Evans, was released from NXT WWE. It's actually Paul Ellering's daughter, the legendary manager of the uh, Road Warriors, the Legion of Doom. Asuka sent out a challenge to anybody who wants to fight her. She pretty much did, uh, I think it's a Mick Jagger song or David Bowie, when he said, "All calling out around the world, are you ready for a brand new beat? She was saying, who wants to challenge me? Well, Mickey James, who we haven't seen on television for a while, responded. She said, Come to think of it, Asuka, i never been handed anything in WWE before, not even a WWE champion. 
uh, excuse me, championship ever. I'd be happy to come over and rightfully take it from you. This time you wouldn't be so lucky. I got your beat, raise your sweet solo, and let's do wet. So that'll be pretty good to see her back, and that'll be a damn good fight. Leo Rush did an interview with Inside the Ropes. He went over his supposed backstage heat, his money issues with WWE, and more. On the reports that he had backstage heat in WWE, Rush said, I don't know really I don't really know where the backstage heat thing came from. I mean people talked to me, people were pretty cordial with me, nobody ever came up to me and said anything bad or disrespectful, and vice versa. Now Mark Henry, I listen to Busted Open Radio, he's one of the uh, mainstay hosts, you know, he switches on and off with like Tommy Dreamer and Bubba Ray Dudley, uh Bully Ray Dudley, <clears throat> excuse me. But Mark Henry a couple months ago was fucking pissed as hell about Leo Rush. He heard about his backstage stuff, he tried helping him back stage. Leo Rush said nothing was going on, pretty much lied to his face. Mark Henry found out otherwise and really wanted to lay hands on the kids. Also, it was reported that he was bringing his family backstage and his friends all the time. So, I mean, it can't all be lies. When there's smoke, there's fire, but also there's always three sides to every story, both sides of the truth. So, who knows? And about Rush butting heads with WWE management over how much he should be paid. As far as the split with me and Bobby, I know there was some miscommunication as well as some frustration and just butting heads with the powers that be financially. That was my biggest thing at the time. Just because I was still making the money I was making while I was at NXT and the merchandise was getting out and I felt like I contributed to it so much that as far as saying the sayings and the mottos and the catchphrases and stuff like that, I wasn't getting compensated for that stuff. I wasn't on... on the meeting meet and greets with Bobby, which didn't make sense to me. And I hear him, man. If he did, was doing all the catchphrases, he was a damn good manager. He should have been getting some of that money, so I would have said something too. And the meet and greets, they were a team at the time. People just wanted to see Bobby, they could have. If they wanted to see Rush, they could have, or did a combo with seen them both. But he should, still should have been invited to the party at the time he was managing with him. And finally, on why he felt he deserved more money. I think I just spoke for him, but let's see what Leo said. Everywhere Bobby went, I had to go because I was his manager. But Bobby was so busy. He was the Intercontinental Champion. He was on every show, every live show, traveling, had to get hotels, all of this. It's great to be used, but I'm not making enough money to cover all these expenses because I have to do everything that Bobby's doing. But the difference is that Bobby is making this much and I'm making this much. So if I'm going to be doing this, I basically need more money. I need more money to survive. It's just not me out there. I got a wife and I got two kids. I got other responsibilities that I have to take care of. So I just felt it was unfair in that sense. And I guess they didn't like a 25 or 24 year old at the time. Uh, They didn't like him being outspoken about that. So I think they just cut it. But that's what I think. They never told me why they split us up. And see, like I said, backstage, I heard some other bullshit. But what he said in those last two things, I agree with him, man. The money doesn't add up. And you got to pay for rental cars, even though you might have split them with Lashley. Hotel rooms. Like I said, his wife and all of them were always backstage. So she was pretty much on the road with them. So I do understand what he's saying right there. And he, they definitely split them up because they were pissed at them. All right, Renee Young has gone on record and said that she would love to be a manager in WWE. 
If you ask me, that would be awesome. Imagine a heel Renee Young as a manager, fucking people over, getting nasty. I love it. All right, Pete, we got to pay the bills. I'll be right back. We'll finish up the show. I got why Christian, you know, edging Christian, why he can't wrestle anymore. He says it himself. Uh, Leo Rush is actually selling some stuff, something about NFL football, who Nick Aldis wants in AEW, and a lot more. So make sure you stay tuned for the end of the show. All right, peeps, we're back. Let's finish up this show and make sure you stick around to the end to find out how you could win a Chris Jericho action figure. Back to WWE. Christian did an interview with TalkSport and gave the reason why he can never wrestle again due to his concussion injuries, yet Daniel Bryan can. He said, they're different injuries. I just think there's not enough known yet about concussions and those sort of things. My situation is much different than Daniel Bryan's. He was he was in his early 30s when this happened. I was in my 40s, so very different parts. We were in very different parts of our careers, and I feel like I'm content with all I accomplished. I just don't feel the need to go back and dip my toes in the water at all. Ed said the same thing a couple years ago. He said he was content living in the country, going out fishing on his boat, what have you, and look where he's at now. And Christian O did accomplish a lot. He's multi-time WWE champion, went to Impact Wrestling, became their champion. So if he's content, we gotta be. But it would love it would be great to see Captain Charisma step back in the ring one more time, especially against Edge. Random sporting wrestling news. On Twitter, two days ago, actually, Leo Rush is having a big ring gear sale. Literally, the hoodies he wore out with Bobby Lashley with the writing on them, his legit ring gear, knee pads, tights, everything. He's like Crazy Eddie. He is insane. He's selling it all. So definitely, if you want some Leo Rush gear, you just have to go on his Twitter. It's got his email. You email him personally for some prices. If football season does kick off again this year, Fox is actually planning on putting fake crowd noise along with their game. So if you're watching a game, they're going to have a fake crowd noise to make people more excited, I guess. NWA Nick Aldis has gone on record stating that he wants ex-WWE superstar Rusev in the NWA. Now, NWA's schedule is pretty linear from what I could see, and they put on a good product. Rusev right now is concentrating on his Twitter channel, his gaming channel, but with a gig like, um, excuse me, NWA, he could definitely do that. So I hope we do see him show up there. And finally, ex-WWE star Tyler Reck told the story of how he and Kurt Hawkins pitched an idea to John Cena. They wanted John Cena to convince the higher-ups to do the storyline. John Cena pretty much said, I'm on a private jet with Vince tonight, and I'm going to pitch it to him. Can you go cut something on the DVD, and I'll put in a good word for you? Blah, blah, blah. Like the next week or a week later, The Miz and R-Truth were doing that storyline. So they confronted Cena, and Cena's like, oh, no, it's terrible totally different. And then a week or two later, it was the same storyline, but instead of who they wanted to be fighting against, Cena put himself into it. That was back in like 2000, I think 13 or 11. I know 2011. My daughter and I were actually there with Survivor Series at Madison Square Garden. It was fucking amazing. It was the uh, R-Truth and the Miz versus The Rock and John Cena. That whole storyline and angle came from Tyler Reck and Kurt Hawkins. So Cena stole it and left them at the bottom of the totem pole. And that's one of many, many backstage stories of how about John Cena buried wrestlers to further his career, which is really, really fucked up.
All right, peace. Remember, if you want to win a Series 1 AEW Chris Jericho action figure, you got to go to our YouTube. Like I said, it's under AEW Insider. If you're not subscribed, make sure you do so because you have to be subbed to the channel. Beside that, pick any video, like, share, and comment. So go to our YouTube, subscribe, like, share, and comment, and boom, you're in the running to win a La Champion AEW Series 1 action figure. As always, show us some love on all major podcasting platforms, also on Facebook and YouTube under the AEW Insider, and on Twitter under the AEW Insider 1 as in the number one. I'll be back in a couple days, peeps. Ciao. I'm not going to